First of all, what went through my mind is how stupid am I to actually volunteer for this. We're Cindy and Sarah, two old-time besties, inviting you to come hang with us for a drink and a chat. Cover all sorts of topics from our lady parts to what it's like to be single in our 40s and literally everything in between. Most importantly, though, we pair each conversation with the perfect cocktail and lots of laughs. So grab yourself a drink and buckle up. It, it, it was unbelievably painful. Okay, so our last episode was about <laughs> vaginas. It was, yes. And we thought we had to follow that up with penises. I mean, they go hand in hand. Right. We can't talk about one and not the other. <laughs> no, I think it's just a natural sequel. Right. So let's talk dong. <laughs> let's get down with the dong. <laughs> right <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be um, a fairly giddy episode again. Well, the other one was for be- sure. Yes. Because we are very mature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, right. It's a little shocking to listen back to that one. <laughs> Vaginas. <laughs> Penises. Penises. <laughs> yeah, it, it might get silly. Yeah. Penises are silly. funnier. I think so. Well, I mean. I guess we'll see. Yeah, you know, the episode goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little, little nervous. Uh-oh. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay, well, obviously we had to pair the peen with a penis-themed drink. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I mean, logically. Again, super funny when you uh, Google penis cocktails, (laughs) similar to vaginas, but a little more direct. Like, some of them were pretty aggressive. Oh, my God. But we (laughs) settled with a pink penis. There was a purple penis as well. Pink just seemed a little more subtle. (laughs) (laughs) Refined. That's the one we went with. That's right. Exactly. Sophisticated. Um, So to make this fabulous beverage, you need an ounce of white rum, an ounce of vodka, a half ounce of grenadine, uh, one and a quarter ounces of limeade. We chose just straight up lime juice and a half ounce of orange juice. And basically, you just throw everything minus the grenadine into a shaker with ice, shake it all up. They say here to use a champagne flute. Because it's the same shape as a penis. Oh, damn. I bet that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Did not even cross my mind. So please pour that in a penis flute and then... um, A phallic flute. (laughs) beverage flute and then um yeah add your grenadine syrup before serving so there you go not sure i'm not still not sure why this is a pink penis but yeah i mean i get the pink but i'm not sure maybe it's just simply the glass (laughs) so we can afford anything in there yeah like i mine doesn't look like a penis it's not in a phallic flute no you don't have a champagne flute no i'm not that grown up clearly we'll (laughs) find that out (laughs) So we're going to follow the same kind of outline that we did for the vagina episode Mm -hmm. um, for this penis episode. So the first thing we're going to chat about are myths about the penis. Mm. All right. So I have an article from Get Mod. 
Com. Much like the vagina, or say Greek antiquity, the penis is rife with mythology. For all its plentiful capabilities, it's also a vessel for ample misinformation, much of which is widely believed to be true. So it follows that the owners of said sex organs often find themselves asking the entirely reasonable question, is my penis normal? All right, so let's go through a few. Okay, so the first one says you're either, so these are myths, okay. Mm-hmm. You're either a grower or a shower. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Tell me more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So this one's not entirely shrouded in myth. The grower slash shower phenomenon is indeed real. But the idea that you're the you're one or the other is where the myth originates. When a penis gets hard, so to speak, the thing becomes inflated with blood. Upon arousal, blood cells rush on over to fill that penile tissue. For most folks, that means some increase in size. But regardless, the size of your flaccid penis does not contingently make you any more or less likely to grow in length mid-erection, i.e. showers can also be growers and vice versa. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, good stuff, really. (laughs) It's nice to know you can, it can be a win-win. It'd be a shame if you were neither, I guess. I mean, I guess that's possible too. Well, probably, right? Yeah. You can go the other way. Mm-hmm. Poor fella. Glad we debunked that one. <laughs> Poor fella. All right, the next myth. Bigger is always better. It's a tale as old as time. The bigger, the better. And like with Costco products, it's simply not always true. <laughs> Much of pleasure you might be shocked to learn has to do with how you wield it, not how long it is. Women have been cited repeatedly to prefer smaller penises for personal reasons. All the same, it's in the eyes of the beholder, and most beholders will tell you, size extremely is certainly not a prerequisite for mind-blowing sex. I I mean, I think we knew that. Yeah. You know, everyone's different, right? Right. Built differently. Can't you don't always want gigantor coming at you? Oh God, no. Right? God, no. No. Oh, penises. Shudder. All right. The next myth. Excessive masturbation is bad for your reproductive capabilities. Ever wonder about depleting the old wank bank? (laughs) Ever want to punch someone in the face for using the term wank bank? (laughs) Well, either way, we're here to tell you that masturbation at any interval does not predispose you to a lower sperm count, nor does it impact the potency of said sperm. There you go. Okay. Have at it. Good. Thank you. I will. (laughs) Um, the next myth, micro penises abound. Due to the whole bigger is better myth, it should come as no surprise that self-esteem issues around penis size are far from infrequent. There's even a corresponding syndrome, small penis syndrome or SPS, which is also known as locker room syndrome. The ethos is largely self-explanatory. The endless act of comparing drive self-consciousness, and at worst, self-hatred. And according to recent studies, symptoms of SPS are far more common in men with standard-sized penises than micropenises. It's just jargon around size, and of course, imagery, that causes a sense of body dysmorphia, which is to say, maybe it's time we devoted a bit more effort to publicly normalizing a penis that's not somewhat miraculous in length. Yeah, yeah, it's body image yeah. stuff, right? But like, is there actually a thing called a micro penis? Because that came up a couple times. 
So is there like Hold on. Are micro penises like a thing? Micro penis is a medical term for a condition usually discovered in infants through a newborn examination. As the term suggests, micro penis refers to an abnormally small but normally structured penis. The condition is caused by hormonal or gen- genetic abnormalities. And they discover this when they're infants, mm-hmm. when they all have a micro penis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I just want to be sure. Okay. Next one. Your mm-hmm. circumcision status will impact your sex life. Circumcised versus uncircumcised is like the sexual Coke versus Pepsi. It's a matter of preference. And your selection is likely couched in menial details. Here's the thing. While you'll certainly encounter differing opinions regarding preference amongst, par- amongst partners, the idea that your pleasure will be directly impeded by your circumcision status has no grounding in science. Sure, there are a few conclusive studies done here, but as of right now, you've got no reason to believe that your ability to achieve orgasm should be affected by what you have or have not had snipped. I would hope anyone reading this has already figured that out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So those are the myths I have. That's good. Definitely answered a couple things there. Answered a couple things for you there. Yeah. 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 That's good. All right. We could chat a little bit about circumcision since we're on the topic. Okay. When I was visiting, we watched the Sex and the City episode where Charlotte um, was dating somebody who was not circumcised and it was the first time she had ever been with somebody Mm -hmm. who wasn't circumcised. So I found this article and actually this is something I've known for a while, but I, I don't know if everybody knows this. So this article is from The Week. It's called The Decline of Circumcision. Um, how common is circumcision? It's probably the most common surgical procedure in the in the United States. Every year, about 1.2 million baby boys have the foreskin removed from their penis soon after birth. But over the past 30 years, the practice has been rapidly losing favor. The percentage of newborns who are circumcised who are circumcised has dropped from a high of 90% in the late 1960s to 80% in the 1980s and 60% today. In Canada, the rate is only 17%, and in Britain, 5%. Really? Yeah. All right, so why the decline? Once, quote-unquote, natural became a desirable adjective, adjective, many baby boomer parents, already accustomed to challenging authority, began objecting to the idea of removing a healthy body part. An anti-circumcision movement was born, and many people, including doctors, were persuaded. Recently, numerous insurance plans have reclassified circumcision as an elective surgery with no medical purpose. They no longer cover the cost. This has further reduced circumcision's frequency. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably more of a reason why it's reduced. Uh, Probably, yeah. I would say that's not what started it. No, but that's probably what grew it. No pun intended. (laughs) Okay, there are way, way too many slang words for penis. Like way more than vagina? Uh, 100%, yes. Way more. Yeah. Okay. I have a massive list. We're not going to go through the whole list. We'll be here all night. All right. Slang words for penis and how to use them. It might be giggle-worthy, but the truth is certain body parts carry a lot of importance in societies around the world. One of the most noteworthy is the penis, an organ that has been immortalized in art internationally. It's not exactly surprising that there are so many slang words to describe it. If you're looking for something else to call it by, you're in the right place. We found tons of slang words for penis that you can use to shake up the routine. 
<laughs> just to throw people off their game. Yeah, why not? Would you call it? <laughs> well, the first one is anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Common term for male genitalia usually implies that said man is well endowed. Yeah, I guess. It's not a garter snake. <laughs> This term was made particularly famous in the song Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. My anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. <laughs> Baby arm? Slang for penis that references its arm-like appearance. A less common term. The example is want to see my baby arm. Oh, God, no, I don't. <laughs> Absolutely Ask not. me that. I do not want to see no. it. Oh, gross. Baloney pony? <laughs> Now, if you ask me if I wanted to see your baloney pony. <laughs> All right, there you go. Baloney pony is a more juvenile way of referencing a man's genitals. It's a reference to one's ability to ride it, similar to a pony. All right, yeah, I'm over it. Blow stick? Blow stick? A crude term for penis that references the act of fellatio. Hey, girl, want to suck on my blow stick? Oh, no. Take it away. Chode? Chode. <laughs> have, you, have you heard that one? I have heard that you one. Have? Yeah. A more insulting way of referencing a penis. This word is also sometimes applied to people who are rude or stupid. For example, he's such a chode, dump him. I thought that it was more of like chode. I thought it was more like, <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> Like taint related. Oh. Like I thought it was more in that arena, but not in this, apparently not not. In this, stuff, th this list. The list knows more than I do. So, well, chub. Chub. Terminology that can be applied to male genitalia, but is more often used to indicate having an erection. For sure. Have not heard that since high school. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He's got a half chub right now and he's wearing sweatpants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it takes me back. Hi, <laughs> high school. Cock. A more common but quite vulgar penis slang word. It's extremely popular in the U.S. It is pretty vulgar. Is it? But like very, very also normal. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not vulgar. It's harsh. Yeah. Cooch cork. <laughs> it's so inclusive of everyone, you know? Yeah. Everybody. Okay. Custard launcher. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Humorous phrase for penis. It references the act of ejaculation. Yeah. Man, okay. And they don't need to explain that either. D. D? Yeah. 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 One of the more polite and subtle euphemisms for penis. It's short for the word for the next word on this list. Dick. Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like if you said to someone, that guy's such a D, you know exactly what they're saying. Would you say that? No, I'd say dick. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm gonna send her a picture of the D or Mm -hmm. She's ready for the D or something like that. <laughs> she wants okay. the D. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got all this is awesome. <laughs> no, this is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the next one is Dicklet. <laughs> I should have waited until you were done taking a sip. Come out your nose. Mm -hmm. did, did the pink penis come out your it's nose? It's literally coming out my nose. There's literally pink penis in my nose. So use this term to describe a small penis. It sees a lot of use in certain online communities. That's <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so mean. Right? Aw, look at your dicklet. Dong. This is a common word for penis in the US, but it has different implications around the world. Be careful where you say it. Some people also describe dildos with this word. It has different implications around the world. Oh, that's interesting. That yeah. is interesting. 
Know, they didn't tell us. They just said, be careful. Be careful where you're at. We just won't throw the dong around too much. <laughs> Pocket the yes. dong for your vacation. <laughs> Gherkin? Ooh, that sounds small to me too. I know, me too. Yeah. Originally used to describe a type of pickle, gherkin is now often used to reference penises instead. It's common to use this word to talk about masturbation. So there I was, jerking my gherkin when my wife walked in. <laughs> when you say it like that, it's hilarious. <laughs> but it is a small pickle, a gherkin. That totally think of these the tiny little gherkins. Uh, Johnson. Yeah. A fairly common word in the U.S. for penis. It is also extremely common U.S. surname. I wish my name wasn't John Johnson. How am I supposed to talk about my Johnson without confusing anyone? <laughs> That's the example. Okay, well, they could have tried a little harder. Yeah. Um, junk. Yeah. A common term for male genitalia in general. This usually includes both the penis and testicles. All the junk. It's like the vagina. It includes everything. Right. Uh, knob. Mm. UK slang word for penis. It sometimes is also specific to the head of the penis and not necessarily the whole thing. Can be used to describe someone as a fool, too. Mm -hmm. Like, dude's a total knob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love plunger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Oh, the example is super romantic. I'm going to whip out my love plunger for her on our date. Aww. For her? Nice. That's so sweet. Main vein. Oh, yeah. Drain the main mm -hmm. vein. Mm -hmm. This one is not often used to describe the penis alone, but is more typically used in a full sentence about urination. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know too much of this stuff. I know, right? Yeah. Manhood. Okay. An old-fashioned euphemism for penis. You can use this one when you're trying to be more delicate. I appreciate that one. I accidentally saw his manhood while he was changing. Oh, yeah. Accidentally. Very classy. <laughs> I mean, it takes the class out of it when you know it wasn't an accident. But <laughs> still nicely put. Oh, my goodness. There are, okay. There are one, two, three, four, five with the word meat. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Um, how about meat thermometer? Oh. Not to be confused with an actual meat thermometer. This is an uncommon term for penis. Thank goodness. Or meat stick. Let's move on from the meat. There's nothing attractive about that. Referring to it as meat. No. Middle leg. <laughs> that guy's like a tripod. Uh, One-eyed snake. Like always coming to get you. He's always looking at yeah. you. Pecker. Slang that is specific to the U.S. for penis. She kicked me right in the pecker. <laughs> and she'd do it again. <laughs> Peen. Abbreviation of the word penis. I like this one. Yeah, you hear that one a lot now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when we're talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> right. The peen and the vagine. Ramrod. <laughs> that sounds like it's something to like from National Lampoons. <laughs> <laughs> Schlong. Schlong. Yiddish word for penis. Although the word may be more common among Jewish people, schlong sees a wide range of use in the general population. A taco hammer. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh my Uncommon God. slang that illustrates sexual intercourse. Taco is a term that is often used to describe female genitalia. For example, my girlfriend hates when I call my penis a taco hammer. No kidding she does. You're <laughs> lucky you have a girlfriend. Right? Oh my God. Trouser snake, vulgar term for male genitalia. Use it like you would use one-eyed snake. Many people even combine the term to make the phrase one-eyed trouser snake. In case you're wondering which one, it's the, <laughs> the one-eyed one. <laughs> Right, right, not the other one. 
twig and berries. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. A euphemism that's somewhat well known in the Midwest. It refers to both the penis and the testicles. Or meat and two veg. What? So long the same line as twig and berries, meat and two veg. <laughs> I never heard that. Did you make that one up? No, I swear. <laughs> Wang. Yeah, what a Common wang. penis slang word can be used like dong. However, keep in mind that wang is also another international word and will have dramatically different meanings in different countries. Ooh, yeah. I want to know what wang and dong are going to mean in different countries. Yeah, we may have to dive into that separately and find right. out the info. And zipper sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that struck me so funny. <laughs> If sausage didn't make it clear enough what you were talking about, zipper sausage can be used to be even clearer. There's so many. I think because you can literally just say any word yeah. and associate it with a penis. Yeah. Right? Like you could say anything. But, well, anything that's like, I don't know, long and tube shaped. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like champagne flute, like when we started. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's tell some funny penis stories that are guaranteed to make you laugh. All right. The first one is called the allergic reaction. Years ago, I dated a guy from work and gave him a blowjob. He randomly started distancing himself from me, but later on we grabbed drinks. He asked me, do you remember what you had for lunch on Sunday? I had no idea, but he said, you had cashew chicken. I'm allergic to cashews. Apparently his dick had exploded into a swollen, <gasps> itchy, red, skin-peeling member from the blowjob I gave him. Whoops. Oh my gosh. He's like, um, you had cashew chicken? <laughs> That's exactly what you had for lunch. Oh my god. <laughs> That's I'm crazy. Cashews. I've never heard of anything like that happening. No, me either. Ah. Like, she must have just had lunch. Seriously, she clearly didn't brush her teeth after. Like, no. Wowzers. Next one is called the girthy jaw. I occasionally get locked jaw. One time I was giving my boyfriend a blow job. He's quite big and girthy and my jaw started to hurt. I thought, fuck it and kept going, which was a big mistake. It got to the point where I couldn't open my mouth wide enough to get his dick out. So <gasps> I had to pry my mouth open with my fingers. Oh, oh my God. That is horrifying. Oh, my God. Oh, that and that would be so scary. Yeah, for the guy. <laughs> I was thinking for the fact that she had no control over her own jaw, but yeah, it'd be pretty scary for the guy, too. Yeah. He probably tells all his buddies, I gave my girlfriend lockjaw. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, for sure. Whatever. All right. Uh, the scratched penis. I had just gotten my first set of acrylic nails put on. I ended up giving my friend a hand job, and apparently I completely tiger-striped his penis with scratches. I didn't find out from the guy, though. I found out from his guy friend who received a text from my hookup with a picture of his torn-up penis. <laughs> like a shredded wang. Oh, my God. Um, I ended up giving my friend a hand job. <laughs> yeah, right. I <laughs> just... I ended up the nostril catastrophe. Oh no! I was giving my at my horrible ex a blowjob, and he ejaculated so forcefully that the cum came out of my nose. No, no, it burned like hell, and I threw up a little on his bed. No, I spent the rest of the night hanging over the sink, coughing and unable to talk because it still hurt so much. No, no, that's not okay. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That is disgusting. All right, the next one's called the American Idol Audition. I don't know why, 
but I sang into, on, at, a penis, like it was a microphone one time. (laughs) I accidentally got my penis stuck in a toaster and had to use a tub of margarine (laughs) to free myself. The worst part was my girlfriend came in halfway through. What? What did he want to throw penis in the toaster? (laughs) I don't know. What are you doing? It's just a hole to put it in. They're just It's not even a hole. hole. Like, just, no Imagine walking in and seeing your boyfriend <laughs> screwing the toaster. Every time I manscape, I talk to my penis about his day and other gossip. <laughs> just like a regular hairstylist would. I talk to my penis when I don't get laid in a while. I tell him it's not his fault so that he feels better. <laughs> Okay, so I have a confession. It's not my own personal confession. I'm actually confessing on behalf of somebody I went to university with. When we were in university, she had read an article in like one of those women's magazines that said that you could have sex while wearing a tampon, like having a tampon in. So she had read this and I guess was out one night um, at the bar and picked up this guy and they went back to his place and ended up having sex all night. So the next day she came into the living room and was like, um, guys, I can't find the tampon. And we were like, uh, yeah. So she had to go to the walk-in clinic. There was a walk-in clinic on campus. So she had to go there and tell them what happened and ask them to help her find it. So she, you know, went through the whole thing and she said that they were asking her like a bunch of really weird questions like, who who was this? And she was like, well, like, what do you want a name? And they were like, like your boyfriend or whatever. And she didn't understand why at the time, but I think it was probably just to make sure that it was consensual because I guess not very many people come to the walk-in clinic asking them to help take out a tampon after having sex all night. Thanks for joining us today and every week and for witnessing our first ever podcast confession. There will definitely be more to follow. If you're enjoying the conversations, please like, share with your friends, follow, subscribe, and rate and review where you can. And of course, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Cheers, friends. Chat soon. It, it, it was unbelievably painful.